good evening, everyone. Welcome to another exciting Saturday Night Wine Stream and another exciting episode of Drink with Rick. I'm Rick, and tonight, well, we do have an exciting episode lined up. And I hope you will join me for this show. We're going to have a lot of fun. I have tonight switched gears yet again for wines. I'm going to open a Cabernet Franc. And this is not from France. It is from Washington State. This should be an interesting one to try. So we're going to try it out tonight, and we're going to pair it with some foods. We're also going to toast some national days, including one in particular that I have an interest in. So we'll, uh, and, and we'll celebrate it with a short film. How about that? Uh, I hope you'll join me for that. Also, we're going to talk about the top 10 Super Bowl party foods. And this is not my top 10 list, but Google's. And we're going to go over that because there was some discussion uh, with my son and myself about these uh, top 10 uh, choices. And I want to see what you think. I want your opinion and see what, 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 are your, what are you planning to have with the big game? Did I say Super Bowl already? I uh, hope I don't get in trouble with the DCMA police out there. You know how the NFL is very sensitive and doesn't like that kind of stuff. So I'm going to start calling it the big game. All right, like I did in previous years, years past. Also, um, maybe we'll give away a book. We'll see. We get uh, folks in the chat. Maybe we'll give away a book. And I have a a special short the, to show you that, uh, that I'm pretty excited about that we did. So uh, we've got a lot planned. Okay. Of course, it's an open chat, so join me in the chats, and uh, welcome everyone in the chats to, to uh, tell me how your week went and what you think is going to happen on the big game, who's going to win, who will not, and if you don't care about it, that's fine, because you know what, I'm not the biggest football fan in the world, I'm just, I'm not really that big of, I'm big, but I'm not a big football fan per se, I, I do watch it sometimes, but I'm not that big about it, anyway. I digress, because that's what we do on this show. If you're joining me for the first time, or for the 195th time, because it, this is the 195th episode of Drink With Rick on the Saturday Night Wine Stream, this is a stream of consciousness kind of show. Now, as I went through the itinerary, the proposed itinerary for tonight's show, I do have my show notes, and they're right here with me, right here, but I don't follow them that much. Because the show's not about me. Now, yes, we I, I do have an itinerary going to just kind of keep things moving, keep the show flowing, keep the wine flowing, and the entertainment flowing as well. But the show is not about me. The show is somewhat about the wine. I'm going to keep that flowing tonight. This show is really about you and me. All of us getting together on a Saturday night with our favorite libations, our favorite snacks, no matter what they are, it's fine. Wine, beer, tequila, rum, Coke, rum and Coke. That's fine. Uh, my son had some tonight. Whatever it is, fruit juice, orange juice, uh, you know, uh, that's fruit juice. <laughs> Vegetable juice, a V8. I could have had a V8, but uh, I didn't. But a Bloody Mary, that's... Then they have a V8 in it or something. But anyway, so you can have whatever you want to drink. That's the point. You can drink water. And I have some water right here. As a matter of fact, I'm, 
I've been drinking it just before the show. And hopefully it won't go too long tonight because I have a feeling as much as I've been drinking of this, I may have to uh, <laughs> take a break at some point, if you know what I mean. And I think you do. So join me in the chats and tell me how you're doing. Now, if you want to join in the chats live, we are live. And let me show you where we are live. We are live. Uh, whoops, we're in Drink with Rick. Yeah, but that's the wrong page. Let me get up the correct page. There we go. We are live on our... Well, yes, okay, I'll, I'll agree with that. The Saturday Night Wine stream is live on our Facebook page. is facebook.com slash drinkwithrick. YouTube is at drinkwithrick. Twitch is twitch.tv slash drinkwithrick. And the number one, all one word, drinkwithrick1. Twitter is at Drink with Rick, and Odyssey is at Drink with Rick, and the colon and the number seven. So that's the direct URL to me right there. Also, the podcast goes out. Uh, let me see. I've got that. The podcast goes out Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, Monday nights at 10. Every Monday night at 10. I make sure of that, and you can listen to it on demand anytime anywhere on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, uh, Stitcher Radio, Blueberry.com, iHeartRadio, Deezer, Amazon Music, PodcastIndex.org, and by email. Now, if you go to drinkwithrick.com, go to the subscribe page, like uh, those of you who are watching right now can see the subscribe page. Click on that little blue button that says by email. Put your email address in the little box there. Send it off to me, and you will get the latest episode of Drink With Rick as soon as it drops, and no salesman will call. It's just for the podcast. That's all. Now, you can also subscribe and follow me everywhere on Twitch and Twitter and, and, and uh, you know uh, YouTube and uh, Odyssey and all those places if you want. Uh, there's no obligation to do so, but if you can, please. Uh, and, and you can buy me a coffee. If you want to support the show, you can buy me a coffee because all those proceeds go towards um, buying the prizes and things like that that we do on the show. Trust me, I'm not making any money at this. Right? <laughs> I'm losing money big time. But you can join me in all of those places. And I hope that you will, you know, there's no obligation to do any of that, by the way. That's only if you want to. That's fine. I'm not going to beg for all this stuff. It's, it's, it's just your call. But, uh, and I welcome it, but it's, it's your call, of course. So let's uh, get to the wine. Before we do that, let's get to the chats. And it looks like a little quiet on the chats on Facebook uh, for the moment. I hope we are getting out on Facebook because that's... Uh, yeah, I don't want to go into Facebook tonight. Anyway, uh, we have folks on uh, Twitch. And Taz Cools is in the Twitch tonight. And Taz Cools is great to see you, by the way. Uh, Taz Cools says, cheering for Eagles with Mike Tech Show. Also need to toast Burt Backrap. RIP died Thursday. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I was actually going to mention that. I'm glad you did. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're getting ahead of me a little bit here. But, yes, we're going to toast Burt Backrap, uh, who passed away at the age, I think it was 97. He, he passed away. Wasn't it? 97, I think. He was he was uh, pretty uh, pretty well up there in age, but it's always sad when someone goes uh, like that. And uh, Burt Bacharach was quite a composer. As a matter of fact, I was listening to a Burt Bacharach to uh, Burt Bacharach, excuse me, a Burt Bacharach tune uh, earlier this evening, and um, uh, brought back uh, some memories. And um, 
anyway, so uh, yeah, so we will we will toast to the memory of Burt Backrack as well. Just remind me there, just in case you get you know how things go on this stream of consciousness show because I kind of all over the place. By the way, I got the I, I got the um, the message before the show about um, about uh, uh, clipping. Uh, 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 the fish slapping sequence from from Monty Python, and uh, as much as I'd love to do that, <laughs> as much as I'd love to do that, I'm, I'm unable to do that uh, for 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 uh, copyright reasons. It, it's uh, I you know today is we're going to be toasting a national day here today that's also related to all of that, and I would love to use clips from some of my favorite movies and things like that. Um, I'd love. To, to clip things from other uh, segments of Monty Python, and uh, as well as like Stooges stuff and and uh, classic Marx Brothers stuff and all, all kinds of things. I, I'd love to do that, but unfortunately, for copyright reasons, I cannot. And and one of the complications here is that I'm I'm not just streaming to Twitch, which Twitch might have some issues with it anyway, but I'm streaming to five different platforms and. There's no doubt one of them is going to have a problem with it, and probably more than one. I'm having a tough time. I'm still having a tough time with um, with Facebook. I'm having a heck of a time with taste, uh, with Facebook because of this. Every week, I, I get a a copyright um, hit from uh, the. Uh, this is the uh, 2022. I don't remember what year they're using it as, but it's. Yeah, it's 2022. It's the uh, the FIFA World Cup 2022 Cotter, and they've got a bot on there that just flags my show every single week, and I have to put a copyright, you know, clearance thing. Say here, look, here's my license. I've got the rights to use this, and uh, I do it every single week. And then seven days later, of course, they they clear it and they say, yeah, it's okay. But that's seven days that that no one on Facebook can watch it because it's been blocked. And because some things on this show are somewhat topical, they kind of <laughs> they kind of ruins my reach on Facebook somewhat. So it's 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 been a huge problem. Anyway, um, uh, what was it? Oh yes, and Tom Antio is in the chat, and Tom Antio is rating with a party of one. Well, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Tom. Tom Antio is doing a raid. He's doing a raid with a party of one. I'm assuming that's uh, that's Tom Antio. <laughs> but thank you, thank you uh, very very much for uh, for the raid. Uh, it's much it's much appreciated. The more the merrier, even if it's only one. Okay, appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Only one. But stick around, Tom. We're going to have some fun, and um, yeah, we're gonna. And and it was Tom and myself that we had this this discussion about the top ten Super Bowl party snacks and what we thought would have been uh, okay. Tom Tom says already drank my rum. Well, um, there's. I, I know you bought a bigger bottle. <laughs> I hope you didn't drink the whole bottle, but uh, all at once. But uh, I know you bought another bottle of it. All right, let's see what else we have going on here. Um, Odyssey. Okay, we're good there, and we are live on Twitter, and uh, we are live on Twitch, and we're live everywhere, and also on the website. Oops, hold on a second. I think I missed the website. I had it uh, 
ready to schedule and I didn't schedule it. Now we are live on the website at drinkwithrick.com. <laughs> it took me a second. Uh, sorry about that. For those who went to drinkwithrick.com to watch the show there, and from time to time people do. And let's see, now we're we're live on um it's for field trip. Now, if you go to drinkwithrick.com, you can join me in all the chats everywhere else. But on drinkwithrick.com, I do not have a live chat going on there. But the show is live. I can see it right here. It's feeding back to me now. But if you go to drinkwithrick.com, go to the post for tonight's show, which is Field Trip 2020 Cabernet Franc Tasting and, Tasting and Review. Click on that post. You will get a little comment box. And I will respond in, con- uh, in kind. Just type in your comment there. I won't. I won't be able to respond right away, but I will eventually, and you can you can do that there. Okay, let's take a look. We're getting started late on this. My lovely wife, Chi, is in the chat on uh, YouTube, by the way. She says hello and right back at you, Chi. And uh, before we get too far uh, off the beaten path in here, let's go, let's open up the wine so we can get things going, get things rolling on the show. Looks like we're good everywhere. All right, great. So this is what we have tonight. And I'm going to show you what my lovely wife, Chi, has prepared because it's really cool. It's really cool. Anyway, this is what we're drinking tonight. It's called Field Day. This is a Cabernet Franc. This is from Washington State in the U.S. of A. And uh, this is going to be an interesting wine because um, I've heard some good things about it, mostly from the folks at Wine Store because that's where I picked it up. But I'm going to read the back of this wine here. Uh, Read the back. It says, Field Trip 2020 Cabernet Franc, Walla Walla Valley, in Walla Walla, Washington. Or some, I think sometimes they call it Walla Squared. It says, this wine was crafted from a selection of Cabernet Franc grown at elevated sites in Walla Walla Valley, as well as some of the stonier parts of the valley, and aged only in small French barracks for, tw- for 14 months. Not 24 months. 14 months. I knew I was going to have to mess up something here, and I'm just reading it directly off this label. Produced and bottled by Walla Squared LLC in Walla Walla, Washington, and there is 14% ABV in the 750 milliliter bottle of wine. So that's what we've got going on here tonight. And I do have the bottle in front of me, which, by the way, I would rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that wrench shot. <laughs> That's an old one, isn't it? An oldie but a goodie. You know, the first time I ever heard that was, I, I know it's older than that, but I, the first time I ever heard it was on uh, one of uh, uh, Shel Silverstein's um, the routines, one of his songs, uh, back in the days of listening to Dr. Demento. Yes. I was a Dr. Nemento fan. <laughs> Still am, kind of, uh, in some ways. Um, yeah, I do. Dr. Nemento. So welcome to Mentions and Dementites, as the doctor would say. All right, let me show you what we have to pair this wine with tonight. We have this. We have some beef brisket, barbecue brief. Uh, beef brisket. We have uh, some beef summer sausage. We have the, uh, what is this? This is the Cracker Barrel cheddar cheese. And then we have the, oh, we're back to the 
Trader Joe's Double Cream Gouda. And oh, what is this? What is this right here? My wife prepared a, a nice dessert. Look at that. In honor of World... Uh, well, okay, that's one of the days. All right. Uh, well, we'll get to that in a minute. I don't want to... I don't want to... I don't want to spoil the National Day. Spoiler alert there, but that's what we've got there for a National Day. Uh, maybe you can guess what it is. Anybody can guess what this National Day is that uh, we're celebrating tonight? Give you a guess. So take a take another look at it. All right. What does it look like to you? Right, right there. It's really nice. My lovely wife. She made it. It is another National Day. Can you guess which one it is? <laughs> Tazcool says, uh, Walla Walla, Washington. Fun fact, that's where Bugs Bunny's doctor's eye chart was made. Yes, that's right. That is a... Um, it, it, that's that's right. Uh, that's pretty... <laughs> See, I don't know how many people... I mean, everybody grew up with Bugs Bunny, but I don't know how many many people remember all the little... The little Things, all the little jokes that were that were thrown in there, but yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Bugs, that's where Bugs Bunny uh, doctor's eye chart was made. When he's looking at the eye chart, um, it's funny. That was in uh, can't remember which which cartoon it was, but uh, I've seen that a bunch of times. I never could can remember the actual name of the cart of the uh, the title of that particular cartoon. Um, it's a Bugs cartoon. All right, so we have a cap. I'm smelling the bottle cap, um, as as Steve Martin would have given to uh, Kermit the Frog. Do you want to smell the bottle cap? That was in the first Muppet movie. See. <laughs> All right. So I've got this open, and I'm going to put the aerator into the bottle, and hopefully there's no displacement there. Not much displacement. Okay, I guess we're good there. We've had a couple of of episodes where I've, I didn't realize how full the bottle was, and then I just popped this in and go all over the place. <laughs> so, uh, all right, and to hold the grape nectar, I have my genuine Galway Irish Crystal Glass from Ireland, given to me by my employers at buy2wayradios.com. And we're going to pour a little bit of this wine into the bottle, which, by the way, um, I'm pretty excited to show you uh, something that we made relate that was, uh, it's related to buy2wayradios.com, as a matter of fact. Um, a, a short, short film. Well, it's not really a film, it's a video ad. Okay, we're going to give this a swirl, a nice swirl. That's good. Very good swirl. Not swirling there. We're going to set it aside for just a minute to just open up a little bit. Get some oxygen into the wine. And uh, while we're doing that, let's learn a little bit more about this wine. Uh, of course, Tascool's over, uh, he says, I did that once at my eye doctor, LOL, they got the reference. Oh, they, they did? <laughs> That's cool. Because a lot of, you know what, maybe, maybe a lot of eye doctors do get that reference. It's probably, they probably hear it a lot from, from, from folks like you and me to go in with, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I I don't know how old you are, but but me, I'm uh, I'm uh, yeah, I I grew up with Bugs Bunny and uh, Daffy Duck and all this. As a matter of fact, I I left a um, my sister Gina posted something earlier today about a duck. It was it was a duck stew or something. I, I forget what now, but um, I posted a little 
um, in my comment, I, I post a little gif of, of Daffy Duck just going, mm. <laughs> uh, Daffy's good. But Bugs is one of my favorites. I tell you, my favorite, one of my favorites is, uh, see, I'm getting off on the, again. Uh, I like Foghorn Leghorn, and um, I like I like all those characters. <laughs> anyway, uh, where am I? Okay, uh, Minute Stan's in the chat. It's great to see you, Minute Stan. How are you doing? And uh, oh, let's see. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, Minute Stan is a spammer. Okay, great. Where are my mods when I need them? <laughs> Tascool says, born summer of 1969. Okay, so you're not that, you're not that much, well, okay, you're still young, but, but not that much younger than me. Am I digging myself in a hole now? <laughs> Tascool, we are of the same, we, we are of the same uh, generation, more or less, I think. So that's good. Taz says, my favorite is Taz, O-L-L. Why am I not surprised, Tascools? Okay, got it. Why am I not surprised that the Tasmanian Devil would be your favorite? <laughs> you know, he he reminds me of. I wonder if. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm getting way off. <laughs> I'm getting way off on on the uh, uh, off the beaten path here. Let's go ahead and uh, get to the why, and we can get to all the fun stuff here. But uh, remind me, I. I um, he reminds me of a certain character, uh, certain Muppet. Tess, uh reminds me of a certain Muppet. I, I wonder if you can guess who it is. Uh, I'll get back to that, <laughs> maybe, if you can remind me. All right, so uh, let's uh, find out a little bit more about this wine. <laughs> this show is all over the place tonight, folks. All right, so I looked it up. I looked it up online. Couldn't find a whole lot of it online, and, and I'm not too surprised for that because I purchased this at Wine Store, winestore-online.com in my local area. Uh, there they, had, uh, they have a store in Blakeney, and I went to that one. That's the one I usually frequent. And uh, sometimes they pick some wines up that are a, a little bit obscure, a little more obscure uh, from the mainstream. Now, I wouldn't say this wine is particularly obscure, but... It doesn't seem to be mainstream across everywhere because uh, I couldn't find it too many places, at least not uh, not here. Uh, Vivino has it listed with a, a different a different photo for it, but they do have the 2020 vintage listed at 3.7 stars based on all the vintages. Uh, out of a five-star rating, and they give it a medium price around nine ninety-nine, or they say starting around nine ninety-nine. So, uh, and I've yeah, it looks like I was looking at. I just skimmed the reviews. I didn't really read any of them, but um, oh, well, somebody here gave it a four point oh star rating. I didn't really. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, well, three point nine stars for the star. I think it's for this particular. For this particular vintage, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have time to read all this. <laughs> yeah. But Wine Store uh, has it listed. They have a little bit of information on it, and it. Uh, I'm, I'm going to read a little bit of this from WineStore-Online.com. They say, as Walla Walla Valley grows its reputation, it's Cabernet Sauvignon that has led the way. Uh, but ask any winemaker there, and they will sing the praises of Cabernet Franc. 
the tertiary grape among the Bordeaux triad. Now, they're saying uh, that this wine is, um, is medium-bodied and uh, it's good for grilled meats and making up. And they also say that it is $14.99. Remember I said that Vivino listed it starting around $9.99. I can tell you what I paid for it at Wine Store. That's my Trader Joe's one. That's for next week. <laughs> I've got my wines all planned out here for the month. Okay, here's my wine store receipt. And it says uh, what I paid for this bottle of Field Trip Cab Franc, $14.99. $14.99, I paid $14.99 total. So I basically paid what they got on their website. I didn't get any deals. Now, see, I go there all the time, and I, okay, I'm not getting any deals there. I paid for it. They did not give me this wine for free to give it a, a review or anything like that. So, uh, you know, what a review I give it, I don't have to like it. Well, even if I if they did give it to me for free, I, I wouldn't have to like it. That's, uh, you know... It's for an honest and fair review, but this was not given to me. I purchased it, as I purchased a lot of my wines. Okay, so uh, let's give this a little bit of a taste. So that, that's what we've got. Before I do that, let me check the chats one more time. And we're good. And, uh, G, you doing okay there? Hope everybody's doing all right down there, downstairs. And uh, Taskool says, uh, okay, Tesco, you got it. You got it. It was animal. Uh, t thanks for reporting the bot. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's uh, one thing. Uh, yeah, I don't get too many of those these days, but uh, but I appreciate you reporting the bot for me. Thank you. Uh, hmm. And uh, to think that I gave him two seconds of recognition. <laughs> The bot. I tell you what, these bots are. I I have thoughts on on bots in in general, but uh, anyway, we're not going to go there right now. <laughs> another discussion for another time. Let's get to the wine. All right. So uh, where was I? Okay. I'm going to give it a little bit of a whiff and then a little bit of a taste. Mm-hmm. Lots of cherry in here. Mm -hmm. Smells a little peppery, too. Let's see what it tastes like. Hmm. A little sweet on the tongue. On the bold side, not too bad. Fairly tannic. It's fairly tannic. Um, lots of tannins on here. I have to say the tannins are not as smooth as the tannins that we had in the wine last week. A little bit, a little bit uh, rougher, I think. But there is. Um, it's funny because I was getting cherry on on the nose. Not so much cherry as it is. It's kind of oaky. I'll say that. You know, oaky. There's a yeah. You know, there's a little bit of cherry there, but it's really more earthy, oaky. I'll try this a little bit more. And yeah, it's quite peppery actually. Kind of some peppery notes to it. Let me see if there's anything else I can pick out in here. Let's see. 
Now, it, it's, it's sweet right at the beginning on the tongue. The surface of the tongue, as it starts to go down, it becomes very, very dry. Very dry going down. It's a fairly long finish. It's a fairly nice finish. This is a wine I think that um, I could probably open up uh, for makeups. I don't know, because my wife doesn't get into to the red wines that much. I'd probably have to go for a Stella Rosa on that, because that's her, that's her style. But um, appetizers... I could go with some appetizers. Well, we'll find out here in just a moment because I have some right here. Let's go ahead and try it with the uh, pair it with the food. It's it's okay so far. Um, I think it needs to open up some more. It is. Uh, I want to say it is kind of medium to full body, kind of medium to full, and it's uh, not it's not super heavy, but it's definitely not a light wine. That's for sure. And the tannins are there. They have, they're not as strong as they were in the first taste, but the tannins are there. It is, and it is a very dry wine, but I like dry. I do like dry, so that's good. I'm, I'm okay with that. So far, it's all right. Now, 14% alcohol, and I'm uh, tasting a little, it, it, it tastes a little bit uh, with the alcohol in it. Yeah, I can get some of that. But I, and that's something I'm, I'm not real crazy about most of the time. That's why I like, I prefer the lower alcoholic wines because I like to be able to taste the wines uh, rather than taste the alcohol in the wine. That's one reason why I don't like the ones with a lot of alcohol in it because I, I, I don't want to concentrate on, on enjoying the flavor of the wine itself. This one, I think, as it opens up, it'll probably be okay for that. It's just in the first uh, taste or uh, two, it's, uh, it, it, I can taste a little bit of the alcohol in it. Although I think, actually, I think it's starting to subside now. I, it really is. Maybe it's just my first. I think I'll uh, let this open up, and we'll sip it some more and see how it goes. Because as I said, Lots of times I say that you don't really know what the wine is like until you get down into the bottle, and that's what we're doing tonight. Uh, by the way, Tess, you get your uh, you get your copy of the official Drink with Rick wine tasting notebook. I hope that uh, that arrived and you got it okay. Uh, also, uh, someone else uh, who who was it that had uh, that one last week? Uh, someone won. Oh, uh, it was. Uh, let me see if he's here tonight. Uh, okay, uh, Tass, you got it? Yes, you got it on Friday? Wow, that took a while to, to get there to you. It, you didn't get it until, until yesterday? Because um, uh, I shipped it out like last Friday, Friday before that. Uh, so uh, so it, took you, it took it a while to get there, I guess. Um, Let's see if, I, if he's in. Okay, Yadagami-sama, uh, he won one last week, but I haven't received uh, his uh, his shipping address yet, and I want to send that out to him. So I'm going to get that. I still have one prize here from the holidays I need to ship out, and I hadn't heard back from the one person who, um, you know, because I need, I need an address to send it to. Uh, Tass says, thanks again, and you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I wonder why it took so long to get there. That was a whole week. Um, hmm, that's, that's where, well, at least you got it. I'm glad, I'm glad you got it. That's good. 
So uh, anyway, where was it? Oh, yes, we're going to do the tasting. Let me pull this up just a minute. Okay. You know what? We got some... We got some uh, chatting going on, on Twitch. Let's uh, let's stick to that for a while. Camera three. Let's go to camera three and we'll, uh, let's try it before it gets too cold. Let's try it with the let's try it with the beef brisket. This should be now. This is kind of a smoked beef brisket, and this should be okay with it. It just says beef. It should go well with beef and steak and and that sort of thing. Uh, it's a cab. Should go okay with it. Really smoky meats because this is kind of earthy. I'm expecting to be okay with this. Hmm. I really have to chew this though. Hmm. Normally I like their beef brisket, but I was a little bit dry this time. Came from the Q Shack in Charlotte. Oh, that's pleasant. Yeah, that's pleasant. I like that. Nice pairing. Pleasant pairing. That's good. Okay, not too bad. I like. I like that. That's a. Yeah, I'd say it goes pretty good with the with the meat. Let me clear the palate just a minute, and then we'll go back to camera three and try it with this. With this beef summer sausage. Now, this is a spicier kind of meat. The other one was a smoked meat. This is a spicier kind of meat. So, it should still be okay with this cab. Probably needs something with a little more tannin in it. I mean, this has a fair amount of tannin. But for the spicier meats, probably need a little more tannic wine. We'll see. Once again, not too bad. No, it's all right. It's okay. I think there's just enough tannin in this wine to, to kind of to, to kind of help that. So that's good. That's good. Not bad. We're going to we're going to clear the palate one more time, and we're going to try it with the Cracker Barrel. Let me go back to camera three here. Going Cracker Barrel. Cheddar cheese is kind of a medium cheddar, and this should go well with the wine. Now, last week we had it with the wine, and it really made the cheddar a lot more creamy, actually. Let's try it with this. Okay, now this is interesting. I liked it with I liked this cheddar with the last one actually better than this one. This wine because of its uh, its earthy tones, its uh, its earthiness. Uh, I would have to say that it's okay, but it would not be my first choice of a wine to go with this cheddar cheese. Interesting. I would I, I guess maybe the la the wine we had last week. Kind of spoiled me. The one we had last week was. Uh, let me see if I still have it up here. Um, do I have it? It's the Lodelay. We had this last week. It was the Lodelay, and this was uh, this was a Toscana, and this went really well with everything that we had. 
And I was really impressed with this wine. I really liked it. Very good. This wine, I mean, obviously this is a different wine, so it's not the same same thing. But uh, it's, I would say that I would probably choose the Lodelay first over the field trip for the cheddar. Now, let me go ahead and clear the palate one more time. <clears throat> okay. Oops. All right. And let's go back to camera three. And let's try it with the Trader Joe's Double Cream Gouda. And as we all know, we have never had a miss on this one. As a matter of fact, this one has saved a number of wines in the past. This cheese has. It's actually improved the wine. I'll try that. Great Gouda. Fresh Gouda, by the way. From Trader Joe's. Hmm, that was inconclusive. I'm going to have to try that again. Back to camera three. Let's try that one more time. All right. Try one more time here. Not sure. Yeah, that was all right. That's pretty good. It went okay with the, the Gouda. I'm, I'm, it's okay. Nothing to shout home about, but it wasn't bad. It was pretty decent. So I think that was a pretty decent pairing with the Gouda. It's all right. Now, I think that does it for the uh, for the pairing for the time being. Let's go back to the chats for a minute. Taskhold says, thanks again. You're quite welcome. Thank you for watching the show and uh, for, for, for being here every week. And um, it's just a small token of my appreciation. It is. And, I, you know, I'm working on some more things. <laughs> I love to give away stuff like this. I'm, I'm working on a follow-up to this. I, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you more about it at a later date. But uh, for now, let me just say that I'm working on a, a sequel of sorts. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Probably saying too much now. Uh, Taz says, went uh, tropical pineapple rum, pineapple juice, and Sierra mist. Now starry. Okay, so trop. Oh, so you went tropical. I, I was, I was running that all together. Pineapple rum, pineapple juice, and Sierra mist. Mm, okay. And photo rays in the chat. It's great to see you, photo ray. It says hello, hello, and right back at you, photo ray. I hope you're doing well. You missed the opening and the pairing, but you're here for just in time for all the rest of the festivities. We have a lot to go with. Now, as I said before at the beginning of the show, we're going to toast some national days, and there's one here that we have. Uh, my lovely wife, she has prepared um, a little presentation there for, and a uh, food, uh, little food thing. And, uh, of course, we're going to talk about Super Bowl party foods. Top 10 Super Bowl party foods. I don't want your take on what you think are the best, uh, are, are the top 10, in your opinion. Because uh, my son and I, we, we listened to this uh, on the radio, and we, we had some differing opinions on it. So I want to I know what your take is on it. So everybody get the chat. Uh, and also, I'm going to show you a. Oh, yeah, I've got a couple of things to show you. We've got a short film to show you tonight in honor of one of the national days, and of course, um, a short production, very short production that my son and I did this week that we were 
we're kind of proud of. So I wanted to show you that. It's a very short piece. And uh, maybe maybe if we get enough people in the chat, some new folks in the chat, uh, maybe we can do a giveaway. Uh, you know, I, I would like uh, very much to do that. So anyway, uh, let me get back to... All right, we're good everywhere else. Okay, we're good. We're fine. I think we're fine. All right. What do we have coming up next? Oh, yes, next on the agenda. How'd your week go, Photo Ray? Hope it went very well. Uh, mine was kind of hectic, but I'll tell you about that another time. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, yes, the National Days. That's where we are. All right, so let's queue up. Oh, Photo Ray says, busy, busy. I know the feeling. I hope it was a good busy. A good busy. All right, let's queue up the uh, National Days. Where are we here? Okay, National Days. Time for the National Days. All right, and wow, do we have some National Days to toast? And Photo Ray and Taz, I think you both uh, like the uh, the National, uh, one of the National Days here we've got coming up. I, I know that uh, we have folks here that are that are uh, that are film buffs. All right, so today, starting off, is National Make-A-Friend Day. February um, February 11th is National Make-A-Friend Day. And that's what we do here on this show. We're, we're about making friends. Old friends, new friends, uh, you know, friends in between. Everybody meeting each other and getting together and just having a great time. That's what this show is about. Now... For that reason, of course, you know, we don't talk about politics. We don't talk about religion on the show. We don't talk about things that tear people apart. Because, I mean, everybody has their own, uh, you know, their, their own take on politics. That They all have their own uh, beliefs and, and non-beliefs or whatever have you, you know, and, and, and things like that. That's not helpful in a situation like that. We're trying to bring people together because everyone, everyone's an individual. Everyone's going to be different. Everyone has a different take on everything. So what we do is, although I will say that I think everyone has certain things that they all have in common, that we all have in common. There are certain things that we can all find uh, in common and for the common good. I, I, I really, truly believe that everybody has some commonality in certain ways. And what we want to do is find that commonality, the common ground, and just kind of meet. And, and, and there's no pressure, no stress, no, you know, uh, no worries. Just meet and just enjoy each other's company for what it is. You know, just, just find the common ground. All right? And that's what, we, uh, that's what we promote here on the show. And wine... It is a proven fact that wine brings people together. I'm pointing at this thing. It's off screen. There we go. Come on back in here. <laughs> right here next to me, where you belong. Roadkill Bill, you're for later. Uh, anyway, so this is National Make-A-Friend Day. So I hope we'll all get together and, and make friends. Here's to National Make-A-Friend Day. I will drink to that. It's also National Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk Day. Yes, National Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk Day. I did not look that one up. And by the way, all these national days I'm pulling up come from nationaldaycalendar.com. National Day Calendar. Cal, ah, I'm going to mess that up somehow. 
nationaldaycalendar.com is Marlo Anderson's site. He's the CEO of nationaldaycalendar.com, and uh, he does a fine job of curating these national days. As a matter of fact, I'm going to try and get a national day up there, too. No, it's not National Drink with Rick Day. No, that's not what I'm... <laughs> but I want to try to petition for a national day here uh, coming up, and uh, maybe I can drum up a lot of support for that. And uh, well, we'll see. I'll tell you more about it uh, maybe in the coming week or two and uh, once I get uh, that sort of set up to go. But yeah, I have an idea for a national day. We'll see how that goes. Anyway, it's uh, National Don't Cry Over Spilled Milk Day. And that means, you know, don't sweat the small stuff. I have a tendency to do that sometimes. Uh, don't sweat the small stuff, right? Here's a national don't cry over spilled milk day. I will drink to that. Also, February 11th is National Shut-In Visitation Day. National Shut-In Visitation Day. And uh, you know what? Uh, I think we were all kind of shut-ins uh, for, for a year and a half or two years during COVID. But we're not going to go there right now either. <laughs> Let's forget about that for a while. <laughs> I think we all want to just kind of forget about the COVID period. National Shut-In Visitation Day. I will drink to that. It's also National Inventors Day. I will drink to that. National Inventors Day. That's uh, If it wasn't for, uh, for all the inventors we have, we wouldn't have all these inventions, right? <laughs> of course not. It's a National Inventors Day. Hope everyone's drinking along with me. What do you have to drink? It's okay if it's water. It's fine. It's the thought that counts. It's in the spirit of things. That's all. Doesn't matter. It's, it's, the, it's, it's, it's being in the spirit of things. It's also a National White Shirt Day. White T-Shirt Day. I did not know about this, but... I did not wear a white t-shirt. I wore a black shirt underneath my sweater here, my official Drink with Rick garb. And uh, if he was here I would uh, tonight, I would show um, that square guy what I have underneath this shirt. Uh, I mean, uh, underneath this sweater, I should say. Not underneath this shirt. That's just me. <laughs> I'll tell you what's on my shirt. It's, uh, but... but uh, if he shows up, if someone knows of that square guy, maybe you can call him in and we can say, hey, that square guy, look what, what Rick's wearing, what shirt Rick is wearing tonight. Uh, national, uh, what is, uh, oh yes, National White T-Shirt Day. Okay, I'll drink to that. Why not? It's also Na International Snowmobile Ride Day. I've never ridden on a snowmobile. And this is an international day. So if you like, if if you like snowmobiles and you like snowmobile rides, there's there you go. Drink to the uh, international snowmobile ride. Ah, oh, heck, I'll just drink to it. Why not? Uh, international snowmobile ride day. That's the second Saturday in February, by the way. It's also National Peppermint Patty Day. February 11th is National National Peppermint Patty Day. Like a York peppermint patty. It's like being on top of a mountain with a cool breeze blowing through your That takes you back. Do you remember that one, Taz? I, 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 
that goes way back. That goes way back. Uh, the pe- uh, the uh, York peppermint patty commercials with the guy standing on top of a mountain. Uh, I I love peppermint patties. They're, they're they're cool. I used to like. That's one of the things when go to a restaurant and they used to have a bowl of them there. As you're leaving, you're paying you know uh, for the meal at the end, and they'd have the bowl with the little peppermint patties all wrapped up, the little round ones. Sometimes they were the Yorks. Sometimes they were just cheapo ones. And, but I'd, I'd grab a few. Oh, those were fun. I liked I like peppermint patties, and good for your breath too. Not necessarily good for your teeth, but. <laughs> Yeah, peppermint patties made me the man I am today. Yep. Um, here's a National Peppermint Patty Day. I will drink to that. And uh, yeah, there's one more today we're going to get to here in just a second. Taskul says, yes, don't sweat the petty things and don't pet the sweaty things. Yes, I will drink to that. And you can clip that one if you want. Yep. Uh, all right, one more national day here for today. It is national. Well, it's not national. It's global. i got to pour some more for this. Today is Global Movie Day. Yes, it is Global Movie Day. Indeed, it is Global Movie Day. And this is why uh, my lovely wife, Chi, in honor of Global Movie Day, has prepared this little presentation here. This is, according to my wife, this is a brownie with some icing on it in the shape of a, uh, a clapperboard, you know, for a movie clapperboard. Um, this, is, uh, all, this is a movie reel, and it is made of a slice of pear, according to what she said, and blueberries in there. And then right here, this little piece of film. I couldn't believe this. I had to ask her what it was because I kind of guessed at the other items. She told me what they were, but I, I kind of correctly guessed them anyway. This item right here in the corner that's supposed to be the movie film sticking out is um, <laughs> it's a, it's a piece of banana peel. I guess it's a very old piece of banana pill that got really uh, uh, brown pretty quick. I, I couldn't believe who she told me, and I, I thought, okay, that's that's interesting. <laughs> but that's what that is. She did a fine job on it, and to my lovely wife, Chi, you get applause. You get a great round of applause for that. That's uh, just amazing work, as always. This is to my lovely wife, Chi. And this is for Global Movie Day. I will drink to that. So, um, in honor of Global Movie Day, I have a global movie to show you. Such as it is. All right, let's watch that. Maybe we can watch that now. How about that? Photo Ray says, I remember when you could get the free mint patties at the restaurants. Yeah. Uh, they don't do that much. You know, I wish they would still do that. But I understand the cost of everything is just so much as it is nowadays that it's, it's – uh, I'm not surprised. I'm just disappointed, but I'm not surprised. You know, those days have passed, I guess. Maybe they'll come back again sometime. I, I hope so. I miss those peppermint patties. 
And by the way, speaking of peppermint patties, I, you know, I hate to say this, but you know, I used to read peanuts all the time and um, Charlie Brown and, and uh, you know, Linus and Lucy and all this. I'm sorry, but I always thought that Peppermint Patty was one of the more annoying characters. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, it's just me. When I was a little kid, I always thought the, I always thought the character of Peppermint Patty was just, uh, she was kind of like that annoying kid that would just show up and, and, and hang around and it was like, uh, you know, I don't know. Of course, then again, if I was going to choose between Peppermint Patty and Pigpen following me around, I'd probably choose her over Pigpen because, I mean, that, uh, but <laughs> they were both kind of annoying to me. I don't know. Anyway, um, Task says, was it a bad banana with a greasy black peel? Uh, I don't think it was bad at the, uh, he's talking about this, I, I don't think at the time that it was bad, but it, it kind of looks bad now. Anything for effect, you know, make it look like a like a, some movie film. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I have a f short film to show you. Uh, if Ed was in the chat uh, on Facebook, he may be there later on, but uh, he's seen this before on a couple of occasions. I don't think anyone else in here at the moment has seen it. Tom, you've seen it. Tom Antti has seen it. Um, but I want to show you, because I'm doing this, this is kind of a twofer here. This is for Global Movie Day and for in honor of Field Trip. Whoops, that's not it. <laughs> that's last week's. That's last week's show. That's the Hoover vacuum cleaner. And I always mess something up. Here we go. In honor of Field Trip, the wine that we have tonight, Field Trip, the Cabernet Franc, let's go on a field trip. We're going to, I'm going to take you on a field trip of sorts. So I'm going, to, I'm going to get two birds with one stone here, so to speak. This is a saying, okay? <laughs> We're not advocating violence against birds, okay? But... Uh, uh, we're going to, to uh, yeah, <laughs> two burns with one stone. Um, I can see Facebook banning me now. You're advocating violence against foul creatures. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy, Facebook. Anyway, so um, Taz says that's a Grinch reference. Oh, okay. All right. I, I had to, you know, um, miss that. Yeah, it's a, uh, it was a bad banana with a greasy black peel. Um, where was I? Oh yes, okay. So we're getting we're we're getting two birds with one stone, so to speak, and uh, in honor of Global Movie Day and for field trip, we're going to take a little film a field trip. We're going to use a movie to take a field trip. And this one is called The Cadillac Ranch. I'm going to play it for you as soon as I have it. I thought I had it queued up, but I got, I, you know, I got sidetracked, and then here I am, as usual. Um, I got to get this thing queued up here. Where's my, um, where are my films? <laughs> Lost my films. Here are my films. Okay. All right. I got it queued up now. All right. Here is... The Cadillac Ranch. 
In a cornfield, just outside Amarillo, Texas, lies a rather unique piece of art. It is known as the Cadillac Ranch. It was created by a rather unique artist, whose name escapes me right offhand, and I would just as soon forget. During our journey across the West, someone suggested that we stop at the Cadillac Ranch. So we did. And boy, were we surprised. Ten bright pink Cadillacs were stuck in the middle of the ground, in the middle of a cornfield, just outside Amarillo, Texas. And as we gazed at this wonder, we asked ourselves, what color were they under the ground? Well, here we are at the Cadillac Ranch, just outside of Amarillo, Texas. And uh, as you can see behind me, there are 10 bright pink Cadillacs stuck in the ground. Yep, here we are, the Cadillac Ranch, 10 big Cadillacs just sitting there, 10 Cadillacs. The question is, why? Why are they sitting here, out here in the middle of a, a field outside of Amarillo, Texas? Nothing around it but grass and sky and, and the cold wind. The question is, why am I out here? Damn, it's cold out here. Yep. Here we are, the Cadillac Ranch. <laughs> what the hell am I doing? We stayed for approximately 10 minutes. After we had left, we realized that we had completely wasted our time. Perhaps you can come to the Cadillac Ranch someday and waste your time too. That's, uh, that was the Cadillac Ranch. So that was our field trip for today. <laughs> Part of the Where the Hell Are We Travel series. The only episode of that ser travel series, by the way. The Cadillac Ranch. So that was our field trip. In honor of, uh, okay, National Global Movie Day. And our field trip wine excursion. Here is to both, and here's to uh, Global Movie Day. I will drink to that. All right. We do have a couple of other national days. I'll, I'll do real quick, just real quick. Uh, tomorrow, 
which will be today in about uh, 50 minutes. 50 minutes, yeah. It's uh, National Pork Rind Day. National Pork Rind Day. I'm not into pork rinds. It's okay. You can... You can drink that if you want. I'll skip that one. It's also National Plum Pudding Day. February 12th is National Plum Pudding Day. Have you ever had plum pudding? I have never had plum pudding. But I'll drink to it anyway. Plum pudding. I understand that plum pudding generally doesn't even have plum in it most of the time. But I'll drink to that. Why not? National Plum Pudding Day. And with that, that does it for the National Days. Once again, this is what we're drinking. The field trip. This is a 2020 Cabernet Franc from Walla Walla Valley in Walla Walla, Washington. I just like to say that. Walla Walla. You know? Waka Waka. It's like... <laughs> like Fozzie. Okay. So, um, Photo Race says, reminds me when Clark Griswold... Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Reminds me when Clark Griswold... Chevy Chase, stood at the edge of the Grand Canyon and said, yep, there it is. Okay, let's go. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they drove all the way out there, stood there, looking at the Grand Canyon and said, yep, here it goes. Let's go. Well, they were late on their way to, to uh, Wally World. A classic film, vacation, classic, classic film. Um, Taz says, I gave up my... I gave up my seat up to a blind person on the bus the other day. At, coincidentally, that's also how I lost my job as a bus driver. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. We're starting with the dad jokes now, right? <laughs> I love doing the dad jokes. By the way, uh, we're going to talk about the... Uh, well, I've got another short thing to show you here, too. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl party stuff, too. Um, yeah, the big game. <laughs> All right. Um, I was going to say... Th- uh, let's see. I'm just going through some stuff here, trying to... Uh, I, 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 okay. All right. I guess we're caught up here. Uh, anyway, um, let's go ahead and, and, uh, and cover the big game here. I'm, okay, here's what happened. I was looking for another dad joke is what I was looking for. Um, I lost the dad joke I was looking at earlier. I wanted to, I wanted to share that and I, I, uh, couldn't, uh, I can't find it now. Oh, well. All right, let's go back up to the dad jokes. <laughs> Not the dad jokes. Excuse me. The uh, the big game. All right. Yeah, I got sidetracked big time over here. We're getting bad dad jokes. So what's up says, what's your Super Bowl food of choice, Rick? Well, that's a good question. I will tell you mine in a few moments. Um, but I want to ask you what yours are and what you think are the 10 top 10 Super Bowl foods. Now, here's what happened. My son and I were on our way to uh, work Friday morning. Uh, that was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so we were on our way to work, and um, we're listening to the radio, the local uh, WBT radio, and they were going through this top ten list. 
And what they'd done was they Googled up this list of the top 10 Super Bowl snack foods. And they were a little surprised at what was on the list and what wasn't. But when they went through the list, my my son and I, Tommy and I were even more surprised. We were like, oh, no, no, that doesn't seem right. But this is it. And I Googled it up myself. I Googled this list up myself. And according to Google searches, this is what people are searching for on Google. These are America's top 10 Super Bowl party foods. Now, and, and see if you agree with any of these, okay? Because I, I disagree with several of them. But who am I to disagree? <laughs> uh, is there another rim shot there? No. Okay. All right, number 10. on the And then I'll tell you mine. I'll tell you what my favorite Super Bowl food is. And, and you guys can tell me what your favorite Super Bowl food is. And uh, what's up? Uh, I, I think... I think there was another, by the way, happy Saturday to you too, what's up? I, I appreciate you being here, by the way. All right. Okay, number 10 on the list. I'm going to go 10 to 1 because this is how they did it on, on the radio the other day. And I, I want to, I'm going to repeat this. Number 10 on the list, spinach artichoke dip. Yes, spinach artichoke dip is number 10, the 10th. Most search for recipes for Super Bowl party foods, if you can believe that. I don't know who, I don't even like artichokes. I, I To be honest, I do not like, I like spinach. I, I like a spinach dip, but uh, is spinach artichoke dip, I don't know. And it's not for me. I, I Tommy and I just kind of, you were like, what? <laughs> we heard this, like, what? No, 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 no. Who who Googles up recipes for a spinach artichoke dip for the Super Bowl? I don't know. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Spinach artichoke dip? Does that even make the top 10? Does that even make the top 20? I don't think it's even on my list anywhere. No. Spinach artichoke dip. No. I'm sure it's probably good. Some people probably really, really like it, but it's not my... I, I wouldn't even – it's not something I even think about. When I'm thinking about Super Bowl party foods, I wouldn't – it would never even occur to me. I If I – if it hadn't been on this list, I would never even thought about it. Never. Um, and Tass says uh, – Tass says uh, in uh, Wisconsin oh, – excuse me, it's uh, scrolling up on me here. Here we go. Let me make sure I didn't uh, – Lose anything. Okay. Um, Tess says, in Wisconsin, raw beef on cocktail rye with S&P and chopped onions. That's interesting. I never... Raw beef on cocktail rye. Seriously? Wow. Um, okay. I... Uh, I'm not really into raw meats myself, but that's interesting. Uh, all veggies are good except lima beans. I, you know, lima beans are okay with butter and salt. Lots of butter and salt, in my opinion. But um, uh, uh, lime, all veggies are good. I don't know if all veggies. I, I wouldn't say I'm not an artichoke fan, but I definitely I don't like eggplant. Eggplant makes me gag pretty much. I, I just don't like there's something about eggplant. I just don't like um, my my. Parents used to make fried eggplant. You know, they'd slice up the eggplant and they'd 
put it in batter and they did the fried eggplant. And it was like, I always thought that was a, just super gross. I uh, never could stand it. Um, and I didn't, when I was a kid, I didn't used to like avocados either. But uh, I love guacamole, and as I've gotten older, my tastes have changed. I love avocados. I love to eat them. Just, just you know, take a spoon and eat the avocado um, and guacamole. But WhatsApp says one of my best friends growing up, his dad, his dad was big into the Super Bowl, and he had a spinach artichoke dip he made for it every year. So he was really big on this spinach artichoke dip. He liked that. I guess a lot of people do. It's just not, I, I just never would have thought about it. It's not for me. What's up says, in a pumpernickel or sourdough bread bowl. Oh, okay. And it was really good. Okay, that's, well, I, I never would have, I'm I'm sure it is good. Maybe, maybe it would change my mind on, um, maybe, if I, maybe I should try it sometime. I Once again, I like spinach. Um, just not an artichoke fan. Uh, but maybe you know maybe the the combination with it is a dip. Uh, you know what? I I'd be willing to try it. I'd be willing to try it once. Why not? Why not? It might change my perception of of artichokes altogether. What's up? Says honestly, you mainly just taste the cheese. So there's cheese in the. Okay, so it's it's not just artichoke and spinach and like in a creamy dip or something. It's a, there's cheese in it too. Then okay, so may, maybe um, it might not be so bad then. Maybe it's not so bad. I, you know, maybe I should Google up spinach artichoke dip and see what it's about. Now, see, that's what happens. I'm, I'm one more person that will say, oh, spinach artichoke dip, that's interesting. I should Google it up. And I'd Google up the recipe, and then Google goes, ding, one more person on the Google search for spinach artichoke dip, and that's what brings it even higher up on the list. So by my, who knows, by my searching for a recipe for spinach artichoke dip, that might actually bring it up to ninth place on the Google searches at some point. I don't know. That's how it happens, right? All right, let's see. What else we got here? Uh, number nine. Anybody get want to guess what number nine on the list is? Number nine. And uh, let me... Um, switch cameras here for a second so don't make everybody super bored <laughs> so they're not already uh, pigs in a blanket pigs in a blanket yes pigs in a blanket now my wife she does not care for it that much although she served it on numerous occasions you know the little little tiny Hot dogs and, and, and wrapped up in the box. And she's had her own recipe for that. I know because she's made some from scratch before. She'd take the little hot dog things and wrap them up in a dough. And, and she'd, she'd cook them. She's, she's made them. And I think they're really good. And dipped in, in mustard. You know, and dip them in mustard. And they're, they're, I really like them. So pigs in a blanket, yeah, I could I could go for that as a Super Bowl snack. She doesn't want to make them this year. She she's I guess she's fallen out of uh, uh, I guess they've fallen out of favor with her, I suppose. But pigs in a blanket. Anybody else uh, like pigs in a blanket? Uh, number eight on the list. Okay, see, I'm kind of surprised that this is not higher up on the list. This one right here. I think I think everyone will be surprised when they hear this. Number eight on the list is nachos. 
I kid you not, it's nachos is number eight on the list. Um, why isn't it like number two or three or something? I don't know. Listen, everybody. Now I can't eat the corn nachos anymore, uh, but uh, you know I used to love I, I, I love nachos, still do. I just I can't eat them anymore. Um, but uh, nachos, you know, nachos and cheese, nacho, you know, and uh, dipped in various things. I, you know, I love nachos. I don't know of anybody that doesn't serve nachos at a Super Bowl party. <laughs> but that's only number eight on the list. I don't know. Maybe pe- maybe not as many people are Googling up a search for how to make nachos because they're busy, like, buying them. They just buy the nachos, you know, and uh, have them made for them. I don't know. Just order them. Uh, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. But nachos are number eight on the list. Tass says, raw beef or steak uh, tartare, usually 90 or 95% sterling. It's a German dish. Oh, okay. It's a German dish. I'm not familiar with it, though. I don't know. He says, uh, nachos are even better with fresh sliced jalapenos. Yes, they are. By all means, they are. Nachos and fresh jalapenos. I will drink to that. Yeah. Photoray says, uh, speaking of raw meat, what has four legs and one arm? <laughs> A happy pit bull. <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. Um, <laughs> happy pit bull. That's, that's kind of sick, actually. <laughs> Um, it does remind me of another. We were talking about uh, this is global movie night, so why not? This is this is on topic in a way. So we were talking about um, vacation, right? National Lampoon's Vacation uh, a little bit earlier with Chevy Chase. Another Chevy Chase movie that I thought was pretty funny. That uh, I I don't know if anybody else remembers it, but that. Pitbull with one arm, um, that uh, that reminded me of this movie. Anybody else know what I'm talking about? It was another Chevy Chase film. Um, I want to see if anybody can guess what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's it's related to that. It's kind of kind of like that. Uh, you know, Pitbull. With one, I don't. The dog wasn't a pit bull in this film, but uh, but it, it had to do with uh, a body part. Yeah. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It's a Chevy Chase film. Task Cool says Leash and Bumper. No, it, it, not from Vacation. This is a different film. Different film. Photoray says, you don't mean the Leash and Bumper. No, no. Although that, I, I should have made that connection too. No, but this is with uh, related to a dog and a, a, a human body part. Okay. Another gross joke, but it's a, it's a dog and a human body part. Uh, I don't, the, the, the Leash and Bumper... Gag in vacation just involved the dog. <laughs> no, no, no human body parts involved in that. Uh, dog in his leg. No. Um, okay, I'll, I'll tell you what it was. Uh, anybody remember a film called um, called Funny Farm? There's a, a movie called Funny Farm. This was it was Chevy Chase and um, I forgot who who the uh, co-star was in it, but there was a couple that. That, that you know, it's one of those uh, city people move out to to the country and, and buy a farm. And he's, he's he's running a farm, and uh, 
Anybody remember that movie? And there's a scene in there where the dog was, uh, they had a dog there that was always digging stuff up. And, and uh, there, was a, there was a scene, I forget, it's been so long since I've seen that movie, I forgot what the actual uh, scene was. Tesco says with the crazy mailman. No, this no, not not with the crazy mailman. But that is that is one of the gags in the film. That was a running gag with the mailman. That was always yeah, <laughs> that was pretty funny. But no, this is the one where their dog had um, apparently there was a body somewhere on the on the property, and the dog had dug up the 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 hand and brought. And they were, I think they were entertaining some uh, people in the house at the time. And the dog just wanders in with the hand in his mouth. Okay, Tash remembers that, right? <laughs> uh, I said it was pretty macabre, but um, <laughs> it was pretty funny because he's trying to hide. You know, the dog just walks in in the middle of everything with the with the hand in his mouth, and and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so you remember that? <laughs> remember that scene? Yeah, funny for him. Uh, <laughs> That was actually a pretty, pretty good movie. I, I, I think it was kind of an underrated film in a, in a lot of ways. <laughs> anyway, uh, it, it, another one kind of like, uh, what was the other one? No, maybe the, the first Fletch film. The first Fletch film was, uh, I think it was a little uh, under, underrated. Omar Ortega is in the uh, in the chat on YouTube, and Omar says hi, Rick. Hi, Chi, and it, and hi right back at you, Omar. It's great to see you, by the way. Um, all right, Omar says justice, and Omar sending you regards from New York City. We are at a cocktail bar drinking with Rick. Well, oh man, I've got to to give you all some applause. Thank you for being here with me to to drink with Rick tonight. By the way, I've got another short, a little short thing to show you. It's uh, it's it's really short, but uh, I'm going to to show it uh, here in just a few moments. But uh, we are still doing our top ten, and maybe you can help me out with this, Omar. You and Justice both. Uh, maybe you can help me out with this because we're going over this top ten list of uh, top Super Bowl party foods, and this is coming from Google searches. And Google has compiled the list of the top 10. And spinach artichoke dip was number 10. Pigs in a blanket, number 9. Nachos was number 8. Now we're up to number 7. Can you guess what number 7 is? Number 7 is hummus. This is the, the top 10 searches for Super Bowl party foods. Number 7 is hummus. Now, I can understand that because, you know what? I think we had we did have a hummus dip at our last Super Bowl part, uh, get-together party last year. I think it was last year, the year before. I think we had some hummus then. So, And I like hummus. I really do like hummus. It depends on how it's made. But uh, I do like a good hummus, uh, you know, with the, you know, maybe with uh, some chips and things like that. It's Hummus, okay, I can I can go with that. I uh, number seven and that seems reasonable, uh, but and hummus is good for you. You know, hummus is made of chickpeas, what they call garbanzo beans, and it, you know, being Italian, though we call them garbanzos, uh, chickpeas, hummus. But uh, now a number, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, this is nine. Why does it say ten? Top 10, and I only got nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 
wait a minute, I don't have all 10 here. Huh. They kind of shorted me a couple here on this list. I just copied pasted this list from Google. Okay. So now we got Buffalo Wings. Buffalo Wings is one, two, three, four. Okay, so maybe spinach artichoke dip wasn't 10, it was number eight. Pigs in a blanket, uh, number nine. Okay, so next up is buffalo wings. Buffalo wings, it looks like it's in fourth place. Buffalo wings. I don't know why buffalo wings isn't first place or second place, but it is sitting here at fourth place, buffalo wings. I can believe it though, because uh, we're gonna. I think we're having wings tomorrow, are we? Gee, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we're gonna have some wings tomorrow for our Super Bowl get together. Uh, wings, yeah, I love buffalo wings, and I think that's uh, yeah, that is a. I think that's a Super Bowl staple, isn't it? It's a Super Bowl staple, in my opinion. I'm going with that. So yeah, uh, buffalo wings. Okay, number three is chili. Chili is number three on the list, is what it looks like. And uh, chili, yeah, uh, chili, especially if it's a dip, another chili dip. You know, you got some and, uh, some chips and some chili. I could, I could believe that. I could go with that. Okay, but now here's number two. This is number two on the list from what I see here. Is one that uh, Tommy and I both disagreed on when I when we heard about this. I wonder if you disagree with this too. They say number two is tater tots. Now, I love tater tots. Who doesn't like tater tots? But it being the number two item for a Super Bowl party, uh, I would have put buffalo wings number two. This seems to me that the wings would have been in second place and the tots... The tater tots may be a lot farther down if on this list at all. I don't know. That's just me. But tater tots? Anybody else serve up tater tots at the Super Bowl party? Anybody? Um, I'm, I bet you that she says, yes, wings tomorrow. We're having wings tomorrow. Are we having tater tots too? I bet we're not. I bet we're not having tater tots, right? But she says we're having wings, so I think that's number one there. It should be number one. But tater tots, Tommy and I both thought that the tater tots uh, thing was a little bit misplaced. Tater tots. Anybody else having tater tots for the Super Bowl? I thought so. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Tater tots of the Super Bowl. Okay, nobody's doing tater tots of the Super Bowl. I, I, the chat got super quiet uh, at this point. <laughs> Ed is in the chat, by the way. Ed is in the chat. Ed just got here, went to a play. Well, what was the play, Ed? It's great to see you here, by the way. Uh, what uh, what play did you go to see? Um, well, I'm glad you're here. And anyway, we, we're, we're just about to get to the number one item, the number one item uh, that is... Search for on Google for a Super Bowl party food. Number one Super Bowl party food. Can you guess what the number one is? And tater tots. I never would have guessed tater tots at number two or even number ten. I not tater tots. I, I like tater tots. I love tater tots, but I I I just I don't know. 
I didn't think it was that popular as a Super Bowl food. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Okay, here comes the number one. Can, everybody, can anybody guess what the number one searched for food uh, recipe for the Super Bowl party foods is? Anybody care to guess? Anybody? Get, I'm, I'm going to give you a second. Anybody venture to guess what it is? She says guacamole. No, oh, we're having guacamole, but uh, guacamole wasn't on uh, the Google list. Oh, let me see if I, because there are a couple that were missed here. Let me see. I'm going to Google this up again for a second. Top 10 Super Bowl foods. Because I copied this thing down, and I only got eight of them. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, they only gave me eight. Okay, wait a minute. Here we go. Okay, I missed two of them. I missed two of them. Okay, so there was hummus and chili and tater tots. So tater tots was actually number four on the list, apparently. This changes from moment to moment, apparently. Okay, so it's not number one. Chips and salsa is number three. Chips and salsa is number three. I'm looking right at Google at the Google listing right now. So chips and salsa is number three. Uh, Buffalo wings was was after hummus, and then chili, and then tater tots and chips and salsa. So chips and salsa wasn't number one; it was number three. Chips and salsa. I can believe that chips uh, chips and salsa. Number two is guacamole. Number two is guacamole. On the list. That's the number two uh, food. And we are having, so she says that we're having, let me go back to, uh, all right. So she says we're having wings and guacamole. I don't think we're having wings or guacamole on the wings, but we're having, we're serving both a guacamole dip, right? Okay, so that's number two. So anybody guess the number one? It's not chips and salsa. Ch- chips and salsa was actually number. Uh, let me go back to my actual list here. Chips and salsa was actually number three. Okay, so guacamole was number two. The number one, anybody want to guess what the number one search for recipe on Google for Super Bowl party foods is? Let me let me see if anybody can guess that real quick. Um so, uh, what's up says onion dip. Uh, no, it wasn't onion dip. It wasn't not onion dip. Photo Ray says every list is different. Yeah. And Taz says pizza. Now, Taz, I would agree with you. That's me clapping, by the way. It is. It actually is uh, me clapping. I would agree with you on that because... I would think that it uh, it would be atop the list. I mean, doesn't everybody order pizza? Well, maybe that's why it's not showing the Google searches because people aren't because see the the search is for recipes for the Super Bowl foods. So if you're doing a Google search for recipes, that means you're making it at home or wherever you are. Uh, but. I think on uh, the Super Bowl day, I think most people are not making their own pizza. They're actually, uh, they're actually going on ordering a pizza. 
So that would make sense. It would. I'm. I'm guessing that I agree with you, Tess. I'm. I'm. I'm guessing that pizza is probably is the most, uh, the the most uh, ordered or, or most requested or, or most eaten food at, at a Super Bowl game. I, I. I really think I agree with you. I think that's true. It's just that I don't think people are. Making it at home, they're ordering it out. They're ordering out all the pizzas. So because of that, Google isn't registering that on a search. And that's why it's not showing up as a top 10 Super Bowl foods. And that's just my hunch, but I think that's what's going on. Um, okay, so here's the top. Oh, and, uh, I wits this in the chat. It's great to see you, by the way, Owitz. Uh, good to see you. By, and and uh, stick around, please. We're going to show another short film here in just a moment. Uh, he says, maybe chili. Owitz says, maybe chili. Chili was number uh, five, I think. Four or five on that list. Uh, so chili's on the list, for sure. One, two, three, four. It was number five on the list. Chili was number five. So we had... Uh, Pigs and blanket is ten. Uh, there was pigs and blanket, nachos, hummus, chili, tater tots, chips and salsa, guacamole, um, and of course, uh, uh, buffalo wings was in between there. The between the, uh, I think it came up as the um, uh, after uh, buffalo wings. Uh, so let me do this again. It was uh, pigs and blankets. Uh, the spinach artichoke dip, uh, pigs and blanket, nachos, hummus, buffalo wings, chili. Um, Tater tots, chips and salsa, guacamole, and here's the number one. Here's the number one uh, food that's searched for on Google for uh, recipes for Super Bowl foods, and it is meatballs. Yes, I kid you not. It is. It is meatballs. No. 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 Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> She'll say it again too. No, no. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> meatballs. Um, who knew? <laughs> I didn't. Meatballs. I. I don't think of ever. I don't. It never. That never would have occurred to me. I, I honestly, maybe the little Swedish meatballs, maybe the little Swedish meatballs they serve at, at uh, with hors d'oeuvres at parties and such. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. It doesn't specifically say little Swedish meatballs. Uh, it just says meatballs. So you know, and, and I, when I think meatballs, because being Italian, I think meatballs. I don't think meatballs. I think meatballs. I mean, you know, like baseball-sized meatballs, like my aunt Connie used to make. May she rest in peace. She used to make these these humongous meatballs, and 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 she would she would uh, serve them up with her gravy. What in a, her tomato sauce? What she called gravy. That's what I think of when I think meatballs. I you know think a little little pop in your mouth, kind of like the the size of uh, the little Swedish meatballs or the size of uh, donut holes. I don't know. Oh, what says, uh, I don't like hummus. You don't like hummus? It's it's good for you, but you know what? It has to be made right. It, it really has to be made right, correctly. 
to do that. Photo Ray says, I have to get back to work. Have a good night. Well, you too. I'm uh, sorry. I was about to show uh, show this film here. I got If you got 30 seconds, I'll show this real quick. It's pretty funny. But uh, it's great to see you here, Photo Ray, by the way. Thank you for being here uh, tonight. And What's Up says, there's a cocktail meatball that a lot of people make in crockpots and stuff for the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that's the one I'm thinking of. The cocktail size, or what they call Swedish meatballs. What's Up says, but I have a hard time believing it's number one. And so do I. I agree with you there. So do I. All right, well, I guess it does it for our top ten Super Bowl party foods. By the way... Um, we could talk about the Super Bowl a little bit more if you want. Uh, but before I do that, let me show you quick. My son and I, we had a tough week this week. Uh, we had uh, we had we were launching a new radio. As you know, I'm, I'm the product manager for BuyTwoWayRadios.com. My son Tommy works uh, with us as well. He is the social media manager for the company. And we were launching a brand new radio this week. It's actually this is this one. I've got one sitting right up here. It's the KG935G Plus. Really, really amazing radio. I've got got this here. Um, so it was kind of, a, we were doing this big launch all of a sudden, so it got a little discombobulated, and we're just kind of doing all this stuff all at once. So Tuesday was a really hectic day for us uh, doing this big launch. But um, we were also doing, uh, starting up a promotion for Valentine's Day for one of the other radios, because we have uh, our other radio, which I don't have in front of me, uh, KG S88G comes in four different colors, and uh, we had one that was pink, and we thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool to do a Valentine's Day promo promoting a pink radio for Valentine's Day? And this was actually not originally day. My, my, my boss came up with the idea, but it was also simultaneously um, uh, come up with by uh, one of our, our customers who uh, she, she had bought a pink radio for one of her kids, and said, hey, you know, this would be kind of cool, Valentine's Day gift. Uh, so uh, we put together something real quick. Let me see if I can show it here real quick. I Kind of cool. I, I was in the shower. I get some of my best and worst ideas in the shower. So I was in the shower one day, and I was trying to come up with a, like a 30-second commercial ad to promote this, this little promotion. We came up with the Valentine's Day promotion. For, for this radio, for this pink radio. And I was uh, trying a couple of ideas on it, and it just popped in my head while I was in the shower, and I thought, oh, wow, this is this would be a really funny thing to do. A, you know, humorous thing to do. Be kind of cool, tongue-in-cheek. So um, I wrote up a little bit of a script. I handed it to my son, and I said, hey, um, why don't you make this thing? And he says, "Oh yeah, this is a good idea." So he he went to it. Didn't take him too long. It was it was kind of quick, and uh, he put it together. And my boss saw it, and he loved it. And and uh, we thought this is really cool. So uh, we're gonna if I can find out what I did with it. Um, here it is. So we came up with this little commercial for a Valentine's Day, and this is what it is. Nothing says I love GMRS like an Ocean KG S88G. And now through Valentine's Day, you can get one for 10% off the regular price. Oh, yeah. Buy the pink one and you'll get a free quick reference card too. For you. Show your love this Valentine's Day with an Ocean KG S88G from BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Love is on the air. 
Yeah, that was uh, that was our little short commercial. So it was kind of tongue in cheek, you know, kind of thing. Uh, Geico-ish in a way, I guess you could say. But that's what we came up with on the fly, and and uh, it's it's gotten a lot of views. I mean, uh, people seem to like it so far. Uh, I'll see if it sells on your radios, but <laughs> anyway, uh, just uh, to let you know that uh, if anybody's interested in getting one of these, by the way, um, you can go get one at uh, buytoyradios.com. Uh, let's see, that's not the one. <laughs> Here we go, buytoyradios.com. We have all kinds of uh, radios there: ham radios, FRS, GMRS radios, business radios. Um, and this is the one, that's the promotion that we're running, the 10% off from that SAAG. But that was the Valentine's Day promotion that we were showing. Anyway, if you go there and uh, you buy one of these, you can get, uh, temp- you can, in, in addition to the 10% off, you can get 5% off on, on your entire order by typing in the promo code Wine Show, W I N E S H O W, Wine Show. So you go in there, you can buy anything, get 5% off of it with Wine Show. By the way, um, this is not a paid promotion, okay? Just to let you know, this is not a paid promotion at all. Um, I'm the product manager for the company. Uh, my boss just gave me a promo code. Say, hey, give this to your viewers and your listeners of uh, Drink with Rick on Saturday Night Wine Stream, and you can get 5% off. They're, I'm not making any more for it, okay? It's just, you know, I just go in and do my job as, as usual. So... It's not something that I'm I'm getting anything more for, okay? So anyway, um, that was that's what we did this week. Uh, what's up? Oh no, okay, I read that. All right, uh, Tass says a blind guy with a guide dog walks into a store, takes the leash, and starts swinging the dog over his head in a circle. A salesperson runs up and says, "What are you doing?" Blind man says, just looking around. Ooh. (laughs) Oh. You get one of these. No, no. No, no. No, no, no. Not that one. That's not the one I wanted. It's this one. This is the one I wanted. Oh, you lucky boy. All in good fun, Taz. All in good fun. Um, all right. What have we got here? Um, Elwitt says, cute. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, I, I guess you're referring to the short the commercial. Let's see if it sells from radios. We'll see. All right. So uh, what else do we have going on? Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl for a minute, and then we'll uh, be time to close up here. And maybe do a book giveaway. Actually, I'd like to give away a book now. I really would like to give away a book now. And I've got a book here. Excuse me, Bill. Roadkill Bill's for later. So the official Drink with Rick Wine Tasting Notebook. You know I have these things around. I'm going to cover my head. There you go. The Drink with Rick Wine Tasting Notebook. This is where you can either, you can do one of two things. You can either follow along with me on each week when I'm tasting these wines and and write down uh, the reviews as as you watch, or 
Better yet, which is the best thing to do, is to do your own reviews. Just take these uh, wherever you go and uh, do your own wine tasting reviews. And you've got the book here. It's $8.99, $8.99 on Amazon.com. But I want to give one away tonight. And you know what? I'm going to choose someone here right now to give one away to. And I think that person could be. Now, I, I, I here's a caveat here. Um, I can't really ship them outside the U.S. right now. So if you're outside the U.S., that um, that might be an issue. But within the, the United States, uh, I can ship these out because I usually send them out USPS. Um, Elowitz, are you in the U.S.? Are you in the U.S.? If you, you're in the U.S., um, continental United States, uh, I can ship one too. If so, uh, I would like to send you a copy of this book, of the Drink with Rick Wine Tasting Notebook. That was that was just completely off the cuff. You just happen to come in here at the right time. And uh, uh, if you, if you're are you in the U.S.? Yes, you're in the U.S. Okay, great. All right, this is what you do. This is all you have to do. Just uh, all you have to do is just um, after the show, whatever, just just. Send me a valid shipping address, you, you know, your name, your valid shipping address. I'm not going to do anything else with it, but just ship you this book. Don't worry about it. You can ask anyone else in the chat so they, they can affirm that because a lot of them have this book already. Send it to rickatsavoymedia.com, rickatsavoymedia.com, and uh, I will ship you a, um, a copy of the official Drink with Rick wine tasting notebook. Okay, I've got this one. Let's set this one aside, reserve that one for you, and, uh, and congratulations. And uh, there, there you go. Um, so, what do we? Oh, the Super Bowl. Let's talk about the big game for just a minute, and we'll we'll close up. Yeah, you're what? You're quite welcome. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for 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 uh, for coming in and watching the show and chatting with us tonight. Um. So the big game. Uh, tell me what. Uh, what do you think of this? All right, so we've got the the uh, the big game coming up, uh, the Super Bowl, if you will. <laughs> do I have enough uh, copyright things? You know how it is that the NFL doesn't like anybody calling it the Super Bowl if they're doing it for money, like in, in the ads and things like that. You're not allowed to say Super Bowl because you can get. To me, that is so ridiculous. Um, if anything, I think that really raises the profile of the NFL. But you know, a lot of these. I don't even want to get on that rant now. I did that last year. I got on that rant last year. Um, that doesn't affect anything. They don't watch me there. I don't think anybody, <laughs> I don't think anybody of any importance actually watches me. I mean, no, I, and I don't mean all of you are important, okay? All of you are important. When I'm talking about importance, I'm talking about these people who think they're important. You know, the the super uh, the uh, NFL guys and and things like that the 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 one the the big guys who think they are important you though watching me right now you are important and you are um, important to me and don't ever think that you're not important because you are just because you well you never know who's watching i, mean, I might be talking to somebody who who's really uh Way up there, uh, uh, way up there on the chain of, uh, of uh, society, whatever. 
But um, for those of us, the 99.99% of us who are regular people, uh, we're all important. And don't ever think that you're not. And I, I want to make that clear now. And I don't go, I'm getting off on another ramp. But this kind of brings up another sort of spot with me. This is why I don't get that big uh, on, on celebrities. Now, we are going to, as a matter of fact, uh, Chas, I think you brought it up earlier. We're going we're to give a quick... Uh, Memorial toast to to Burt Bacharach here. As a matter of fact, let's just do that right now. But I, I want to say that um, well, we're doing that because you know it's yeah Burt Bacharach he he made a huge contribution being a composer uh, a classic you know this, he's he's composed many many uh classic tunes that we all have heard and know and love and sung to and things like that it's um uh, for me i'm not a celebrity hound i i know of people who are celebrity hounds and, and i'm not that kind of person to me the most important people are the ones who uh are are important to me you're important to me that makes you an important person. But it's just because you're not rich and famous or rich or famous, any combination thereof, doesn't make you any less of an important person. Just, I just want to throw that out there and make that absolutely clear. I don't put uh, celebrities on a pedestal. I know a lot of people do. I don't put them on a pedestal because they are just people like you and me, and they are all flawed human beings. There's nobody there that is is uh, any better than anybody else. Really, everyone has their everyone has their talents, their gifts, their strengths, their witnesses. Oh, the witnesses, <laughs> weaknesses. <laughs> Uh, I haven't had enough of this wine. You know what I'm saying. Everyone has their strengths and their weaknesses. Everyone has their flaws. Just because you're a big-name celebrity doesn't mean you're perfect, doesn't mean you're any better than anybody else. And I know there are a lot of them out there, not all of them. There are are some that are pretty down-to-earth people. I've known a few. Okay, I've met a few. But uh, I can tell you that there are some out there that think very highly of themselves and, and think they're very, very deserving of everything that comes, comes after them and, and, and comes to them, and more so. And, and are, are, you know, that you've heard of the prima donna types, the demanding types, that sort of thing. And uh, they're not any better than anybody else. So you know, to 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 put someone on a pedestal who who like that, I, I don't know. I, I I don't I don't respect people for just being in there and doing what they're doing, and, and that everybody knows who they are. Um, I respect a person who respects me, and I respect a person who has good values and who's just a good person. That's 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 how I respect a person. If they if they're a good person. That's that's how I look at it. What's up says I agree, but what about Kermit the Frog? <laughs> Kermit the Frog. 
Kermit the Frog is, is, is yeah, he's he's, uh, he's Kermit. <laughs> um. Anyway, so where was it going with this? I got off on a rant. Okay, so Burt Bacharach. Those of you who know Burt Bacharach, well, not personally. I mean, if you know him personally, or if you knew him personally, that, uh, that's great. But uh, I didn't know him personally. But know of Burt Bacharach. He was a famous composer, and I said was because he passed away this week at the age of, I believe it was 97, wasn't he? Uh, so, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he was 97 years old when he passed. Uh, he's he, he uh, very famous composer, songwriter, um, and uh, very uh, you know a lot of his songs have become a part of Americana. So anyway, um, he passed away, and I, I just want to say um, for Burt Bacharach, here it is to Burt Bacharach. Thank you for all of the the uh, the contributions that you made in your lifetime. Here's to you. To to, uh, to uh, Mr. Bacharach, he was 94. Okay, I kept thinking he was 97. Why do you think he was 97? The task says he was 94. Okay, so my correction is there. Here's to Bert Bacharach, 94 years old. I saw a picture of him today. Yeah, that sounds about right. He didn't look he didn't look a day over ninety four. I don't mean to make light of all that. I mean it's sad when someone goes. I'll tell you what, someone that I, I okay, once again, I'm not a big celebrity person, but there is someone that I um that I grew up with that I, I always liked on screen, to see on screen that I think uh, would be uh, he's and then he's getting toward he's getting to be ninety four I think he's in ninety four too Dick Van Dyke one of my favorite actors of all time Dick Van Dyke and uh, I know he's getting up there so um, you know I I I, I, I want him I, I want to see him get to a hundred <laughs> or beyond he's he's uh, he's he seems pretty cool. Anyway, um, enough celebrity talk, right? Let's get to the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right, Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl is this Sunday. Or in the minds of some people, they might call it the Stuper Bowl because I think most everyone um, is going to be probably sitting in front of the TV in more or less a stupor watching it. With all the food and the booze and everything else, it's like, ooh. Um, That's uh, that's that's what happens when you're watching the Super Bowl, and then all of a sudden, as soon as the commercials come on, it's like, oh wow, look at that! <laughs> because let's face it, about eighty percent of us watch the Super Bowl not for the game; they watch it for the commercials. The only time of the year that uh, that that people actually watch the com- watch TV for the commercials, and they know that. And that's why they charge uh, millions and millions of dollars for for each each commercial spot because they know it's going to get the eyeballs uh, during the Super Bowl. They're the only time of the year. Look, I I don't even watch the I don't even watch the halftime show anymore. To be honest, I I, I walk upstairs and do some stuff here uh, during the halftime show. Uh, I don't really watch the halftime. I just go down there, watch the game, and watch the commercials. 
halftime show I could do without, you know. And then, uh, anyway, the, the task says uh, commercials have sucked for many years. Yeah, $7 million for 30-second commercial. Some of them are kind of funny. I, 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 some of them are entertaining. I like, they're promising a big year for commercial, Super Bowl commercials this year. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But uh, I think really half the draw for the Super Bowl is really just to have an excuse for a party, to get together and eat, drink, and be merry, right? <laughs> I think that's what it is. That's what I do. We can get together more or less for the food and the, the beer and the just sit around and, and, and socialize more than anything else, right? So the Super Bowl, I don't know when I'm looking at these notes. All my notes are over here. So here we got. For the Super Bowl, just to let everybody know, I lost my notes. Where are they? Okay. All right. So for those who don't know when the Super Bowl is, it is February 12th. It's tomorrow. The game starts at 6 p.m. on Fox. You know, your local Fox affiliate, tune to that and you'll see it. Um, Kansas City Chiefs at the Philadelphia Eagles. And uh, so that should be a very interesting game. Kansas City and the, the Eagles. Um, and both of these teams are, I believe, both these teams are 16 and 3. So uh, they've, uh, this is going to be an interesting matchup. Interesting matchup indeed. So uh, it should be, should, should be for a pretty decent game, I think. And, you know. That's just that's just me, but I think they should be for a decent game. I'm not a huge football fan. I I watch a game every once in a while, but uh, I'm not. I mean, it's almost. I've had this discussion before, but it's it's almost a given that if you live here in Charlotte, you've got to be a Panthers fan. Now, I'm originally from Florida, so I was really not a Panthers fan. I I. I you know, I mean, we had other teams there. We had Tampa Bay. We have uh, Miami. We've got, uh, you know, we've got the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, we've got, we've got several teams down there that I could be rooting for. None of them, of course, are in the Super Bowl this year, so I guess that's moot. <laughs> uh, so, so we're looking at uh, two teams that I really don't. Have much interest in, but it should be in for an interesting game. This is a matchup, so it's, it's okay. So we'll, we'll check that out. We'll check that out. Who's your favorite team? Who you're rooting for? Anybody uh, have a preference? Anyone like me that doesn't really have a preference? I'm just going to go. I'm going to be sitting the ta- at, 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 I'm going to be sitting here at the TV and eating my uh, wings and uh, dipping my dip and. Uh, Having my wine or beer or whatever it is that we're drinking tomorrow night. I think I have some scotch there too. And I'm just going to be going every every time someone makes a touchdown. I'm just going to go, yeah, go, go team. <laughs> and whoever wins, it's like, oh yeah, go team. Congratulations. I'm not going to care. I'm not, I'm not rooting for either one, to be honest. I'm just I'm there, I'm there for the entertainment value. Taz says, rooting for Eagles with Mike Tech Show. Well, I kind of figure that because Mike um, Mike Smith, a friend of mine, he, uh, I know Mike is a, is a big Eagles fan. 
So, um, so I'm 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 pretty sure that you're going to be uh, you and Mike. Uh, everybody's going to be very happy if the, the Eagles win this one. Anybody else have a preference? Uh, Ed, do you have one? I know Ed's, Ed's in Florida. He's uh, Ed, uh, I don't know if he has a preference for either team. What's up? Says normally I'm rooting based on whatever box I have money on. <laughs> But I got rear-ended last week, so my betting money became my deductible money. Oh, wow. I'm sorry to hear that. What's up? Uh, sorry to hear that, but it's it's okay. Tess says, I'm rooting for my pool number. I did not join a pool this year. I did not. I have in the past. I don't think I've ever won a pool. Um, Maybe I did one year. I didn't have much money on it. I don't know. I don't remember. I, I don't. Uh, I'm not really a betting person. But um, no, I didn't. I didn't join a pool this year. I don't think we had. We didn't have one in the office this year. Uh, so I think everybody was just too busy, just trying to do whatever we do during the week to even start up one. But um, anyway, so. Um, so that's the Super Bowl. Anyway, I think it's about time to close up tonight, right? I did pro- I did say that we might have a uh, an after show. I don't know if we're going to have time for an after show. It's getting pretty late. Um, I'll probably have to do the after show next week. It, it, once again, I, I was kind of trying to have some films ready for the after show this week. And I just couldn't get there because uh, we were so I was just so swamped at, at work. And uh, when I get home, it's just too tired, to, uh, and so it, it, to even work on anything. So yeah, I get home, just sit down in the chair, and just take a short nap, eat dinner, go to bed, <laughs> kind of thing. But um, uh, hopefully, this next week will be better. It's raining right now outside. As a matter of fact, it's kind of a dreary night. It's raining. They told us that uh, we might get a little bit of snow tomorrow, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's just going to be rain for us uh, here in Charlotte. Anyways, I think that pretty much does it for tonight. Uh, unless anyone else has anything they want to bring up the last minute, uh, we can adjourn this little meeting. <laughs> anyway, thanks for, for being here with me tonight. I really, really appreciate it. I uh, hope you enjoy the show. I've enjoyed bringing it to you. We've got, we're only f- five episodes away from episode 200, and I do have a big, big show planned. I hope you'll join me for that episode. We'll do some giveaways, too. This will be the last episode of season four, and uh, we'll take a, a short a two- or three-week break and then come back with season five. But uh, I've, And then there are going to be some changes. I'm going I'm to have some improvements, uh, hopefully some different things going on. And uh, hopefully we'll have uh, some big, big things uh, in store for you. Uh, coming up. Anyway, in the meantime, I have one more celebrity to bring out. Oh, you know what? I almost forgot the final review of the wine. Okay, let me do the final review of the wine. Let me sh- let me put up something I can do a final review with. Uh, something really nice. What, is, what would that be? It would be, uh, oh, it would be, it would be this. There you go. Something pleasant, nice. Something that looks like it could be wine country. There we go. That's not Washington. It's not Walla Walla. It's up in uh, Bowling Rock, North Carolina. And that's wine country, too. Beer country. 
All right, so final review on this wine. What we were drinking tonight, we were drinking these, uh, this wine, this field trip wine. And uh, I'm, I kind of like the wine. It's grown on me a bit. At the very beginning, it seemed a little bit, the tannin seemed a little coarse, but it has smoothed out a bit. And uh, I'm kind of liking the wine as it gotten down into the bottle. And uh, this is, uh, I'll have to say, it's it kind of, Kind of medium to full body. It's not a light wine by any sense of word, but it's not too heavy either. It's um, eh, it's a little bold, not too bold, but the tannins have somewhat smoothed out, so it's not as, as tannic as it was uh, at the very beginning. This is a very dry wine, and it has uh, some some cherry in it, but it's a lot of what it's got in here is is very peppery. The peppery. Uh, the taste is still there, and it's uh, kind of oaky. A little bit of um, yeah, a little little bit of vanilla in there too. But um, a pretty pretty pleasant wine to drink, and uh, this is one you could probably have some with some some appetizers and just kind of get together with friends. And it goes it went well with everything on this plate. Went well with the. Uh, uh, pretty well. Everything except the the cheese. I would say that the cheese was a the well. It went well with the barbecue. That was good. It went okay with with this. Although I, I think I'd choose a, a wine with a little more tannin in it to go with the the beef um, sausage. The uh, Cracker Barrel cheddar cheese. It was a little bit. Um, I don't know. I, I would have chosen another wine with this cheese, but the the Trader Joe's double cream Gouda went pretty pretty well with, and I, I liked that. It was it was fine. So it was overall it was pretty decent wine. Um, not going to complain about it. It was uh, pretty good, and uh, I'll, I'll probably keep that a while. I might get another bottle of that one of these days. Anyway, that's my final review of the wine. Um, so there is one more. I'm going to check the chats one more time, see what else we got going here. Ed says, back home from a set of eight short plays written by African-American playwrights. And that's right. It is um, it, it is uh, Black History Month, too, isn't it? I, you know, I forgot to do that. But let's, uh, let's toast Black History Month there. This is the Black History Month, February. I'll drink to that. So, uh, well, I'm glad you're back home, Ed, safe and sound. And that's a good segue because I want to um, I want to thank you for being here in the chat, by the way. And I want to thank everyone who joined in the chats. I want to thank Omar and also Justice for for, for watching tonight. And my lovely wife, Chi, and Elle Witz, uh, thank you for being here. Congratulations on the book. Don't forget to send me um, your uh, a valid shipping address so I can ship the book out to you. Uh, this week. I'll try to get it sent out to you as soon as possible. And of course, everyone who was watching on Twitch, Taz Cools and What's Up, Photo Ray, thank you for being here tonight, even though I know you had to cut out uh, a little bit early. Uh, thank you for being here. And um, I, uh, let's see, Tommy Antio, thank you for being here as well. And everyone who joined me and um, no thanks to that bot that showed up. <laughs> that was a bot. Anyway, um, Anyone else who is watching me on uh, Odyssey and uh, Twitter, thank you for being here tonight. I do appreciate each and every one of you, and I mean that sincerely, and which is why I'm bringing out my next guest here. My next guest is 
I want to bring out one more celebrity. And, uh, of course, you know who he is. It is. It is none other than Roadkill Bill. Yes, Roadkill Bill. The inevitable, inevitable, chewed up, run over, uh, tossed around Roadkill Bill because he has a very important message. And this is especially important for Super Bowl Sunday, for the big game. Yes. The message is, please do not drink and drive. Drink in the comfort of your home, your apartment, your hotel room, your dwelling, wherever you are. If you're at a party or game or something, you know, the, the, the Super Bowl party, I should say, um, you know, kind of stick around there. Have a friend drive you home who has not been drinking. Call an Uber, call Lyft, call a cab. Call someone to come get you. Or just stay put if you can do that. If you do that, uh, please do that. Uh, don't drink and drive. Okay? And don't text and drive either because that's also very, very dangerous. Especially for this weekend, Super Bowl, there are going to be a lot of people driving around. Uh, we, we don't need any more of that, okay? We, we, we don't want any... We don't want any mishaps or disasters or fatalities, especially anything like that out and about. Enjoy the game, but drink responsibly, please. Because I want you to have a great week. But most of all, I want you to have a safe week. So you can join me here again next week on the Saturday Night Wine Stream, and we can all get together and drink with Rick. Good night. Thank you.